the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're listening to Pure Opelka. The Fourth Amendment reads, The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated and no warrants shall issue but upon probable cause supported by oath or affirmation and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. Couldn't be any more clear, could it? You don't have to have a law degree to understand that. You can understand what that means, that you can't just be stopped and searched without some reasonable suspicion, probable cause supported by oath or affirmation. And if you're going to get a warrant placed against you, it has to be detailed to talk about the place to be searched, the persons to be searched, and the things to be seized. Keep that in mind. When I tell you this story, a story that's titled, We'll Never Be the Same. A hydroponic tomato garden led police to raid a Kansas family's home. This story is a gigantic nightmare. And it comes to us courtesy of the Chicago Tribune. It didn't happen in Chicago. Let me give you the basic details. Bob Hart had his alarm set for 720 and he was awake going up to get the kids ready for school. He had a seventh grader and a kindergartner. And that's when uh, 18 minutes after he got up and started getting, getting out of bed, he heard a huge commotion. As he described it, like a starter's pistol. There was pounding at the door of his house in Leewood, Kansas, just outside of Kansas City, one of those bedroom communities, thunderous pounding. It wouldn't stop. Bob, Bob was wondering, what, what the hell's going on? What do I do? Sounded like the house was coming down, he would tell people later. 51-year-old Bob Hart, wearing only his gym shorts, left his wife in the bedroom and started wandering downstairs. The solid front door of their home with a tiny window at eye level was one foot square. And as he approached, he saw there was a crowd on his front porch. He opened the door. Seven members of the, of the Johnson County Police Department shoved their way into the house. They had guns brandished, a battering ram. He found himself lying on the floor, his hands behind his head, his eyes staring only at the boots of a cop standing over him with an AR-15. Where are the kids? The officers were yelling. Where are the kids? Hart tells the press, I'm, I'm laying there staring at this guy's boots, fearing for my kids' lives, trying to tell them where my children are. And they're sending guys with their guns drawn, running upstairs to burst into my children's area, the house, the bedroom, and wake them out of bed. Hart's wife came running downstairs with the children. The two little ones had their hands up when they saw the guns. The family of four placed on a couch as the police went through the property. And what were they looking for, they asked. Oh, narcotics was all they would say. The wife immediately thought, and she has said this in their depositions, 
It's because of the hydroponic garden. She told him him they, they were looking for the hydroponic garden. Bob was like, no way. Come on now. There's no way. Plus, marijuana is not a narcotic. So why are they looking for pot? All of this? They're doing all of this for pot? For two hours, they sat on the couch. Two hours. They were finally shown the warrant. Indeed, the hunt was for marijuana. And the hearts were flabbergasted. First of all, they said, all of this? All of this? That happened on April 20th of 2012. April 20th of 2012. Five years ago, over five years ago. The county would not furnish at least from the arrest, would not furnish desired arrest and publicity. They had planned a news conference for the afternoon. You see, they were so sure they were going to catch a major pot grow operation in this house that they had set up a news conference and alerted the media. That news conference didn't happen. It turns out the people uh, who lived in the house, the mom and dad and the two kids, upstanding citizens, they had Perfect records, very clear records, nothing going on in their background. As a matter of fact, the two of them met at work when they worked at the Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA. They didn't grow weed. They didn't grow weed. So how did this happen? What triggered this? What caused this storming of their home, this this two hours, this search? Tea leaves and a tomato plant. Their lives were turned upside down. Our family will never be the same, Addie Hart told the Washington Post. And if this can happen to us, everybody in the country needs to be afraid, her husband added. So how did this happen? How did this happen? They filed a federal lawsuit against the county, the city, the officers involved. A federal judge threw out the claim Threw it out, said you can't do that. Those people are protected. However, that was five years ago. This week, a three-judge panel of the U.S. Court of Appeals for the 10th District ruled that, in fact, the Hart family and their suit could move forward. This has huge possible implications for the Fourth Amendment and legislation targeting bad officer behavior. There's more to this. And it's, it's interesting because this, this destroying of this, this family's comfort and calm is possibly going to um, be repeated because Attorney General Jeff Sessions is promising to reprioritize marijuana investigations. He wants, he wants to be a little tougher. But the, the weirdest part of this is how this even happened and how this became a thing, how this, how this uh, April 20th, 2012 raid happened, started all the way back in 1997. This is when the Missouri State Highway Patrol started, started doing what they called regular surveillance of parking lots outside of hydroponic garden stores in their state. They believed that yeah, the people that were shopping in hydroponic gardening stores 
in Missouri were probably setting up grow labs in their house, indoor grow labs. So they actually had somebody surveilling the parking lots outside of these stores starting as far back as 1997. Let's go back 20 years. An officer would write down the license plate, enter the names in the database, and they came up with a program that in 2011 they, they revived and called it Operation Constant Gardener. They said they would supply different agencies in, in the state with the names of customers within their jurisdiction, and you can have two weeks to investigate them and maybe probable cause for a search warrant because we believe the people who were who were growing using hydroponic equipment were probably growing bad things. Remember, it was a single tomato plant that was found in the Hart's home. A single tomato plant. They talked about doing this according to uh, Agent Wingo's plan. Sergeant, Sergeant Wingo, not Agent Wingo. According to Wingo's plan, he said, uh, we're going to put this together. We're going to have simultaneous strikes all around the state. And it'll be great. And why don't we do it? Do it on a day that would resonate with the drug community, especially the marijuana community. Let's do it on April 20th. 420, man. They thought it would be a significant media event. Operation Constant Gardener had some raids that were successful. 30 different police agencies participated 52 indoor grow operations were brought in, at least according to court records. Media coverage was very positive. At least that was their interpretation. So a year later, they decided we're going to do it again. 2012. 2012. And that's where we end up at the Hart's house on 2012. Now, there weren't a whole lot of names of people who shopped in, in hydroponic labs or hydroponic stores in the area where the Hearts lived. They didn't have a whole lot of names. But they did have just barely enough to fully justify a, a 420 operation. Bob Hart was among the names that were in there. I'm going to go back to the story. After the break, the Fourth Amendment is kind of important, folks, kind of important. And when police go on these crazy slipshod raids into the homes of innocent people, there has to be the right of the people not only to be able to feel secure in their homes, in their persons, in their property, in their papers, etc. But when bad things happen like this, you have to be able to. You have to be able to sue the government when they screw up. The story of Bob and Addie Hart of a Kansas City area suburb and their home in 2012 that was overrun by officers who had a warrant and they were looking for pot. They suspected a grow operation was in the house. They tore up the house and they scared the hell out of the wall, out of the uh, hearts and their kids. And to this day, the kids still have trouble, according to Bob and Addie. The kids still get nervous when they pass a police car. They were terrified. One was in seventh grade and the other was in kindergarten. The wall, the uh, Addie and Bob, the hearts were 
CIA agents. They had careers in the CIA, and 10 years later, they relocated to Kansas City in 1989. They met in, uh, they met in 89. In 99, they moved to Kansas City, and they got out of the agency, and Addie was working as an attorney at a local financial company, and Bob was raising the kids. And around 2011, Bob thought, you know what? We're going to teach these kids how to grow stuff. We're going to grow tomatoes and, and squash and vegetables in a hydroponic garden in the basement. It's going to be educational. He went and bought the setup. Not a big one. But, you know, the PVC pipes, the, uh, the lamps, the seeds, the dirts. And he got the supplies from a store that was under surveillance by the, uh, by the local police. Eight months later... Eight months after he set up the vegetable garden in the basement, law enforcement was tearing up the house, every inch of the house, looking for drugs. Nothing was found. Nothing. You're sitting in your house, says Addie. Miranda writes Red Hue. It's completely surreal. No pot was turned up. When they left, when the police left, they said the family had been targeted and surveilled because marijuana seeds and stems had been found on their property. And the cops, says they were leaving, said, you better take your kid to a pediatrician and get a drug test because he's probably smoking pot. Neither one of the hearts had smoked pot and the kids didn't have it. They pulled their trash, not once but twice. The feds wanted to see if there was any evidence in the trash before the raid. They had pulled their trash and in the trash found, found something that was listed on the police reports as wet glob vegetation. Wet tea leaves. Wet tea leaves. The cops didn't save the sample. They threw it away, and that caused the judge problem. Now, in November 2013, they filed their lawsuit. It was thrown out in December of 2015. But this week, a three-week panel, a three-panel uh, judge group, said that the state can go back to district court. They issued a 100-page decision pushing back against the claim that the cops are immune from such prosecution. I know there are going to be some of you who say, why are you so anti-police? I'm not anti-police. I am pro-Constitution. I want us to have protections as as good law-abiding citizens we deserve every single protection in that constitution so when i hear the story the story of the hearts this couple who actually came out of the cia these are people who never smoked pot themselves and had their lives torn apart and torn up in a in a horribly executed and horribly designed and conceived raid on their home. These were sloppy cops. This was a bad idea. And I'm sure it was all about the excitement of participating in a coordinated effort to try and catch people who had grow operations in their homes. I've known people who had grown out, grow operations in their homes. I didn't know it till after they were arrested, but there were people on Long Island People who were working as teachers who decided to supplement their income by having a, a marijuana grow operation in their home. And they got to be so good at it 
that they bought the house next to them in order to expand. And the only way the county caught them and the police caught them was their their electric bill was about 40 times higher than anyone else in the neighborhood. And someone went, something's wrong, and they'd go by the house at night, and it was glowing from all the grow lights that were inside the house, and the water use was 20 times what normally would happen. And so in that case, they had evidence. They had evidence required that, that would give you probable cause to search the property. But in the case of the Kansas City couple with two kids who had their home torn apart by the police, who had their lives turned upside down, who had the kids and, the, and now the, the husband and the wife are having trouble sleeping because of this. Completely innocent. And when they got mad and sued, their case was initially thrown out of court. But in fact, just this week, a three-judge panel ruled against the state and said, this goes back to district court. It was a 100-page decision, as I said, pushing back hard against the claim the officers were immune. The case really, really is, is a Fourth Amendment case. And Judge Lucero, one of the three, wrote in his opinion, the Fourth Amendment does not condone this conduct, and neither do I. The judge went after the department's claim of probable cause for the raid after they allegedly got a positive field test from what they found in the garbage that they pulled, not once, but twice. Twice. They were tea leaves, and the cops claimed, oh, they tested positive for a pot, but guess what? Nobody saved the sample, so you couldn't back up your information. And the officers apparently willfully ignored directions to submit any presumed results to a lab. See, it was a field test that they were basing all of this on. A field test and the fact that the Hart's minivan stopped at the hydroponic gardening shop and their license plate was captured. Five years after the raid, they're finally going to get their day in court, it appears. Finally. Now, again, you have two people who worked for the CIA, two people who actually served this country, and now they're caught up in this? Bob said, Bob Hart said, the Fourth Amendment was not there when we needed it, and, and we want to restore that. We want to make sure that the Fourth Amendment is there for future generations so people can feel secure in their pe person, in their papers, in their houses and their effects against unreasonable searches and seizures. I hope they get, do well with this. And you know what? Someone's going to say, well, Mike, what about, what about those criminals who are going to go free because the cops don't have the latitude to do this? You have to protect the innocent first. We have to make sure that the innocent is protected first. This goes back to what we talked about the other day with the facial recognition and the NSA grabbing all of this stuff off phones. But this is down to the granular level on the individual person and their rights to be safe and secure in their home from unreasonable searches and seizures. I will keep you posted on the Hart case. I am 
I'm hoping to get the hearts on the phone with us because I think this is an important enough story. But imagine, an innocent hydroponic tomato garden ends up having your life turned upside down and then the government says, oh, sorry. No, I, I don't think that that's how it works. I don't think that's quite how this deal works. So I do hope they get their day in court. And I hope I hope they get justice. Sorry, I got a that was a, a rather protracted story, wasn't it? I went out just to kind of talk about the Fourth Amendment. and It went on for quite a while. I think it's a really important story. I, I think it's a, a very important story for us. Look, the men and women of law enforcement get all of my support until you behave badly. And it's just a teeny tiny piece of law enforcement that does this stuff. A minuscule. But you know what? You can't protect that. The Fourth Amendment, the, the entire Constitution has to be the operating manual. We've said that forever. So I, I do hope this straightens out. I hope it straightens out quickly. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand 24-7.